Hey everybody, Matt Knotts from the Anomaly Presents podcast, inviting you to join us for the Anomaly Film Festival. It's our fourth edition, November 3rd through the 6th, at the historic Little Theater in Rochester, New York. We've got so much great stuff for you. Tons of films you've never seen before. One you may have seen before, but never quite like this. That's Friday the 13th, 3 in 3D, amongst many other great surprises. It's the Anomaly Film Fest, anomalyfilmfest.com, November 3rd through 6th. We'll see you there. I'm an important British actor. You're listening to the Beer Review Journal on the Lunchador Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Matt Knotts and McKenneth Blue. Enjoy! Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Beer Review Journal, a beer podcast for the discerning imbibist. I am your friendly neighborhood bartender, McKenneth Blue. And it's not the, uh, it's not the years, it's the mileage. My name is Matt Knotts. Matt Knotts, you know, I was watching a, a little film the other day starring one William H. Murray about yeah. a young neurotic man who uh, uh, harasses his psychiatrist until uh, he just can't take it anymore. I believe in a house explodes at one point. That sounds right. It's a, a little a little indie, independent feature called what about bob it's a classic it's what about bob and, and i i believe that one takes place in uh in in the the beautiful granite state it's in the the lakes region of of new hampshire lake winnipesaukee is where they are he's taking a vacation from his he problems sure is. um and and I, I it always struck me how uh lake winnipesaukee new hampshire in no way looked like central georgia yeah, uh, is it Central Georgia or North Carolina? I feel like my father-in-law told me it was North Carolina. I thought it was Georgia. I could be wrong. It, it would predate any of the uh, the tax havens that uh, uh, are are so abundant abundant now. Yes. But why would I want to? Why would I want to start talking about New Hampshire so much at at the top of this episode, man? Well, because you know what, I took a vacation from my problems. Um, it's been been a while since we did one of these things. Um, yeah. you and I both took vacations. Uh, we're going to talk about mine first because, you know, I'm, I'm older, I guess. Uh, so I yes. went up to, also uh, your vacation was first. It was, um, yes. went up to beautiful Lake Winnipesaukee, Wolfboro, New Hampshire. Uh, if you're scoring at home or if you're scoring alone, um, and spent the week I, up I'm there. often, I'm often scoring alone. Uh, usually at least once a night. There you go. Sometimes twice. Sometimes you gotta, you know, clear out the pipes before you fall asleep. I understand completely. Um, yeah. I, I find it amazing how uh, Lake Winnipesaukee, uh, New Hampshire, looks in no way like Monita, Virginia. Oh, Monita, Virginia. Oh, wow, we were both off, huh? <laughs> Apparently, and uh, yeah, your your dad, my or your uncle, my dad, my my father in law. I hope your, my father in law is not my uncle. That's that's questionable. Yeah, if, uh, family bran- family trees are supposed to branch a bit more there, Matt. What the fuck is wrong with you guys? I'm my own grandpa. Um, okay, so uh, one, are- one of my best friends growing up was his own uncle. That's impressive. From Georgia? Yeah. No, from uh, uh, Walworth. Same thing. 
Um, so we're going to talk about some beers from New Hampshire. In past years, if you recall, if you are a uh, aficionado of the Beer Review Journal uh, uh, podcast, uh, you'll remember it in past years we've done Uncle Traveling Matt goes to New Hampshire and brings home stuff from Maine. Uh, we've had Vermont. The one year, improbably, I went on vacation to New Hampshire and brought stuff back from Virginia. Uh, shout out to COVID and the relaxed mailing uh, mailing laws that we had at that point in time. Uh, yeah. Maybe the one good oh. thing that came from that. <laughs> the, well, there there was the relaxed beer shipping laws and also uh, McKenneth got into football. There it is. McKenneth wearing a dashing Buffalo Bills hat. Go Bills. Uh, Go Bills. Go Bills. Uh, thank you for the tickets. Uh, if you're listening to this right now as it releases, I'm probably sitting at beautiful Highmark Stadium for the return in red, uh, return of red and blue practice thanks to one McKenna Tyson Blue. Yes, I, I could not use those tickets. I did. Uh, we, we'll talk about it a little bit later in the show, but I was able to put the ones uh, to use at St. John Fisher College. Yeah, we'll put a pin in that. We'll come back to it. But We'll come back to it. But I'm a little parched. Um, so what we're going to do... We're actually going to do Uncle Traveling Matt goes to New Hampshire and brings back beers from New Hampshire, a thing we have not done yet. And I'm very excited about this. This is a beer I have not tried from a brewery that I have not tried. Um, so this is all new, all blue, all for you. Uh, it is Twin Brown, Twin Barnes Brewing Company's Palmerstown Nippa. Uh, it is from Meredith, New Hampshire, the other side of Lake Winnipesaukee from where I am and on... Uh, Beautiful Lake Winnipesaukee. Uh, and here we go. Grip it and or rip it. Ooh, crisp. Yeah. Um, how? What a revelation going to a place and actually bringing beers back from that place. So here's the thing. And it, it always shocks me is that New Hampshire is bordered on all sides by states renowned for their beer. Mm -hmm. And yet New Hampshire craft beer, I don't know if it's unsung or, or if it just hasn't hit the level. So this is what we're going to try out tonight. We're going to see if, uh, if New Hampshire cuts the mustard. Um, you know what it is? It's there's, there's not enough hipsters there yet. It very well um, might be the, the libertarian Yes, my dad's hometown is working on it, though. They're they're working on becoming a, uh, a a yuppie paradise. Oh yeah, what's your dad's hometown? Yeah, Franklin. Ah uh, yes, Franklin, New Hampshire, just southwest of Lake Winnipesaukee by about an hour, I want to say, right outside of yes, Tilton. Yes, that's the that's one where I think Vulgar is in uh, Franklin. Yeah, I still haven't made it down there, and I'm really kind of disappointed about it. Yeah, me too. Uh, yeah, he, uh, we, we talked about it last year. I think he, he grew up in uh, Franklin and went to prep school at Tilton. Yeah. Um, and there are there are craft breweries in Franklin and Tilton. Yeah, and I have not made it to yeah. either yet. Um, I will never not be disappointed in you. I know. So there is canned copy for this. Palmerstown New England India Pale Ale from Twin Barns in Meredith, New Hampshire. Would you like to take a sip while I do some reading? I would love to take a sip while you do some reading. 1768. That's when Palmerstown, New Hampshire was founded. Now called Meredith, it's our brewery's home. 
On the shores of Lake Winnipesaukee, there is no better place to enjoy this any IPA with notes of tangerine and pineapple suspended in a deep, smooth haziness. Enjoy! And this is with Citra, Amarillo, and Mosaic. Oh, it's a Sitmo, my friend. <laughs> I, I was going to say, there, it should come as no surprise that when I took a sip, I made a face that was consistent with yummy. Yummy, daddy. Oh, yeah. That is a fruit bomb. Mm-hmm. You know what it tastes like to me? Juicy fruit bubblegum. I don't quite get that, but I, I do get those... Uh, tangerine and pineapple flavors that they're discussing. Um, I also get like, to me, it almost tastes like it has some oat in the grain bill. Uh, maybe possibly. Um, there, there's a bit of that oaty body to it. Um, it's not called out specifically and I could be talking out of my ass. There's a very good chance I'm talking out of my ass, but um, it, it's got that, a uh, very specific level of uh, body that I, I usually associate with beers that call out like oat. So is it body, oddy, body, oddy, oddy, or just body? Uh, it, it's, it's body, oddy, oddy, oddy. Aha. Uh-huh. Which I, I heard that song for the first time at uh, Buffalo Bill's training camp. Really? What, what yeah. an odd place to stumble across that the first time. Yeah, I guess. But uh, let, let's talk about uh, before we get into that. Let's let's talk about vacation, uh, Uncle Travel and Matt. All right. Let's, uh, let's, how, let's how was do. how was how was Nampshire? It was gorgeous. It was absolutely a, a phenomenal week. It was Fourth of July week in uh, in Wolfboro. It was gorgeous. Mm-hmm. The weather couldn't be better. We went tubing down the Saco Ooh. River. How about that? It was so cool. I've never gone tubing in a river before, and it was beautiful. I was going to say, you've never gone tubing before. You no. haven't lived, my man. Now I have. Yes. So, I mean, I, I would imagine that tubing down a river, is that more like a lazy river type thing, or well, it, is it extreme? I, it, it depended on the point in the river, honestly. There were, there were some lazy oh. parts. It was maybe only about, you know not even a foot deep in some areas. Other areas, it was about, you know, eight or 10 feet deep. Ooh. And those scary. And those two things were about maybe three feet away from each other at any given time. Tezonde. Tezonde. So, you know, there were a couple times where, you know, uh, uh, we were trying to, we were running aground and then all of a sudden I'd start to kind of, the, the tether came loose from from my kid's tube, and he started to float down the river independent of me, so I jumped off of my tube to get his. I swam after it, and then all of a sudden there was no no ground underneath me. Uh, so I catch him, and then I'm, I'm stuck against a rock. Um, yeah, it was, uh, it was wild. It was both relaxing and adventurous all at the same time. Um, they did allow us some, some, some beverages out, out on the river, so we had our, our cooler with us. We, we brought uh, some beer from the next brewery we're going to talk about, Stoneface, with us, Ooh. only because I didn't find any Twin Barns before we had gone. Had I found Twin Barns, I would have brought it because this is delightful. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I'm not sure what their distribution range is. Um, I think just around in and around. 
Yeah. Um, if, if you're around Lake Winnipesaukee, go to uh, uh, Twin Barns Brewing Co. Twin Barns, which is Meredith. Was voted. And this is a thing. You know when you go on vacation and you sit down at a restaurant and there's a placemat with all like local landmarks on it? Sure. Uh, this was uh, on one of those placemarks voted the best brewery in the Lakes region. Hmm. So in Laconia and Meredith, uh, Wolfboro, uh, yeah. Conway, Ossipee, Moultonboro, local references for local audiences. Um, this is the, the best brewery, best brewery in town. Um, and I don't disagree. This is very good. I've had good yeah, beers up there. Wolfboro's got two breweries of their own. They've got Lone Wolf and, uh, I think it's Burning Stave or Burn Stave. Um, both are good, but this, this beats the pants off them. It's real good. Yeah. No, the, the, I have... I have nothing to complain about a, about a, a New England India Pale Ale with Citra, Mosaic, and Amarillo. See that, and you know Pure what? Delight. I was thinking about you when I when I picked this up because I saw the Citrus and Mo, Citra and Mosaic, and I said, "This is a McKenneth beer." If I this ever is saw a McKenneth beer. This is also a Daddy Blue beer. Uh, oh yeah, I don't think I I don't think I ever mentioned that. My one, uh, uh, it, it was a, a family get together. At some point in the last six months, I forget which one. My dad like texted me. He was like, "What kind of beer should I get?" I'm like, "Uh, I don't know." And so I directed him in the direct, pointed him in the direction of uh, Sitmo by Resurgence. Oh yeah, and, and I had one of them, and I went back a couple of weeks later for something, and I was looking in the fridge, and there were no more Sitmos there. <laughs> My dad had drank all of them. Ah. <laughs> uh. Welcome to the family, Daddy Blue. Uh, yeah, I'm glad you're enjoying the, the Sitmos as much as we do. They're they're pretty tasty. Yeah. It it's a good one. It's a goodie. And uh, when it was my when it was Ben's uh, second birthday, I, I introduced him to to Hayburner. How do you feel about that um, one? He liked it. Oh yeah, yeah. So what I'm finding out is my dad, who says that beer is gross and disgusting and he doesn't like it, is my, my dad doesn't like macro beer. Yeah. <laughs> is basically what it boils down to. And, and it's like, Daddy Blue, that's because it's garbage. Nobody so, likes it. What I'm hearing here is that we're going to have to do a, 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 a dad's and, and kid's brewery run this fall with my dad, your dad, and us. Checking out our favorite local breweries and maybe coming back and seeing if we can talk them into doing a show. Hey, maybe. What do you think? Or we can just go out and drink with them and then tell stories later. Yeah, there's that too. My dad would never, I don't think my dad would ever sit to do a podcast. Um, nor would my he dad has done many. What's that? My dad has done a bunch of them. That's awesome. Yeah. He, he's been on a, a, a bunch of episodes of a handful of. At least one Stephen King podcast, possibly more. I was going to say, has he done the King cast yet? Uh, I'm not sure if it's that one specifically. Got to hook him up with those guys. Uh, he's probably done it. I, I'm just not sure um, which one it was off the top of my head. Sorry? I'm sure that as he's listening to this, he is typing furiously <laughs> to tell me which one it was. Daddy Blue, we're going to get you on the King cast. If you're not already hey. on there. <laughs> It, it, 
if today's revelations that you told me at work are any indication, yeah, the, the it's not that hard to get onto things. Apparently not. Yeah. We'll we'll keep that in the the back pocket though, because it's n- really not our news. There's some foreshadowing there. You'll see it on Instagram in the next week or two. What what's happening there on a sister podcast on the, the Launchador Podcast Network? Yeah. Previously, the uh, the most famous people on that one were were you and me. Yep. <laughs> yep. The Neophyte Podcast got the biggest get of any podcast I've ever been on. It's amazing. Jesus Christ. Yeah. But any hoozles, we'll talk about that later. Um, so yeah, the uh, Palmerstown New England IPA, um, from Meredith, New Hampshire, not far away from Laconia, the the home of Fun Spot and also uh, Bike Week. Pretty goddamn tasty. Uh, I fully agree. Uh, no notes. Um, I I wish I had like. I, th- I wish I had like more fun stories about New Hampshire, but it was like the most just chill sort of a week. chill. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we we hung out at the house. We played in the river. We played in the lake. Uh, my cousin's boyfriend taught my son how to fish because he is more man than me. Um, hey. you know, shout out to Denny. Um, Denny's a solid dude. Um, and uh, yeah. That that was that was the week. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, and then once you got back, I, I ran into you and Josh at the theater. That's right. That's yeah. right. We we went to see Nope. You went to see Thor. We were both in the four letter film uh, film viewing mood. Yes, this is true. Um, true to my own brand, uh, you stood and talked to my brother while I went to take a a, a massive leak because. I was going to say, yeah, you, I was talking to Josh for a while <laughs> so, before, before Jess came out of the bathroom. Cause she also had to rock a piss. So here, um, here's the thing about, I feel like I always have an excuse for having a, a squirrel bladder, but like what, if you were to set a line on how many times I got up to pee during nope, a two and a two and a half hour film, four hours, if you count the trailers before it, um, how many times do you think I got up and go to the bathroom? Oh gosh, um, I'm going to say three times. Oh my god, you nailed it! Wow. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I I think I, I went up uh, once while Maria Maria Menounos was doing what she do, um, mm-hmm. and then uh, about halfway through, and then just about the top of the third act. Hmm. Um, so you're on you're on runp.com furiously searching here is one thing i can say about um being on the the programming team for anomaly i've gotten the beats down in movies well enough that i know when i've got probably about three minutes to go rock one yeah i i am uh jess and i have been watching uh peaky blinders uh for the last few weeks peaky blinders yes Yes, uh, pee pee blinders, pee pee bladders, and um, I- I've. You watch enough shows, episodic dramas, you know when you can go to the kitchen and, and pop popcorn in your whirly pop. Right. Like, yeah. I'm not going to need to be back in for the next four minutes. Right. Yeah. This is a very good beer. 
Yes, it is. I'm sad I don't have more of it. I will bring more home next time. Here's the thing. Sounds like a plan to me, Stan. Here's a thing we can learn from this situation. This this beer I, I found at the grocery store in town in Wolfboro because I didn't really get much farther afield than the grocery store in Wolfboro this year. Sometimes I make the trip out to Portland. Um, you know, in past years I've gone down to Dover with our friend James. Um, this year it, it was just just the grocery store. So if you learn anything from the Beer Review Journal, it's that there are world-class beers just sitting in the refrigerator at your grocery store. Yeah. Go check them out. I, I was actually just talking to somebody at work today about that. He uh, he was saying how he, he asked if we were still doing the show because we have been lax in our uh, <laughs> updating. We've been taking vacations. Um, it's summertime. Yes. Um. And I said, yeah, we're doing it. And he's like, are, are you running into problems finding new stuff? And I'm like, dude, there are literally thousands of beers. It's like, really? I'm like, yeah. It's like, even at Wegmans? I'm like, well, no, but there's like easily a hundred there. I mean, especially at Wegmans. And they kind of cycle in and out. There's always something new at Wegmans. Yeah. And, and I mean, like, even if you just look at Resurgence, there's like, you know, a new one every couple of weeks. At the very least, they just put a different label on something. Sometimes I do suspect that if it says Buffalo style IPA on it, it's, it's just, it's the surge. It's very good. Always. I'm not complaining. It's a taste. I like to taste. Yeah. No, there's just, cause we love resurgence. There's no, that's not a secret, but it's always the, just like degrees of the surge mm. one way or the other. They've maybe dry hopped it with something a little bit different or. The the green bills just just a tad different. They're always yeah. They're always great. They always slap. But yeah, you know, there, there's not. It's not a massive difference between beers. No, uh, it, again, between between their buffalo style IPAs, right. like their sours and stuff. That that's a different story, of course. And I mean, I'm getting to a point now. We've been doing this show for what 16 years now. It feels like um um. Hmm. It um, there's only so many different ways you can make an IPA. I feel. Um, yeah. So like, at a certain point, it's diminishing returns. It's just kind of reiterating the same thing in in slightly a different way. Um, and it's just how refined you did that, you know, and and how dialed in it is. And now I'm starting to sound like Stromy. Um, <laughs> well, no, now you're starting to sound like. Why are we doing this show? <laughs> 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 there's only so many different beers and there's so many different ways you could do them. So uh, fuck no, the show. No, that's not what I'm saying. At all. <laughs> what I'm saying is like, you can get a, a swift water new England IPA versus a twin Barnes, new England IPA. They're going to be completely different beers. It's just their interpretation of it. And I find that interesting. That's why I keep coming back to do this is sure. that, you know, for all intents and purposes, I could go to, any beer store, any Wegmans and find it a new England IPA. And it's not going to taste identical to this, but it, it on, on paper, it should, right? How many beers have yeah. we had that Citra mosaic and Amarillo, but this is the first um, one we had that tastes just like this. Well, sure. Yeah. Um, and, and I wasn't even really thinking about it. I was going to say, Oh yeah, this is probably one of the first new England style IPAs that we've uh, done. That's from new England. And then I, th- 
thought about it some more. It's like, nope. Because, uh, no, we've done the OGs. Yeah, we, we've Trillium, Treehouse. Exactly. Yeah. Like the, the, the ones that, that kind of started the whole gimmick. Yeah. But I mean, you know, that's, that's what happens when you do a show for two years and, and you drink, uh, this is what 60, what? I have stopped paying attention, Matt. I've finally reached that point. You know what? What? I'm going to call it. This is 69. Mm. This is 69. I don't think that's accurate. There's not one person that's going to tell us this isn't 69. So I'm going to call it 69. Um, I'll tell you what. I'll even go this far. If this is not number 69, if someone tweets at... uh, at dreaded Matt or what's our Twitter handle again? Uh, at beer review JNL at beer review JNL and tells me exactly how many beers we've done. Um, oh, beers we've done, man, we've done over a hundred beers. Well, well, right. And this is our 56th, 56th episode. episode. Well, this whole line of questioning is moot now. <laughs> yeah. I was going to buy somebody Oops. a beer, but now you just fucked that up. I'll tell Will you what, you, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to keep going down that, that, that I'm going to keep going down that road. If you can tell me what the 69th beer we did was, I will buy you a beer. Not you, but the listener. Hmm. I mean, I actually think I, uh, I actually think I knew what that was at one point. Cause I was keeping track. Yeah. Um, I couldn't tell you now. So, dear listener, if you can tell me the phrase that pays, the 69th beer we had, uh, Beer Review JNL on Twitter, Dreaded Matt on Twitter, tell me what it was, and I will buy you a beer somehow. We'll figure it out in the DMs. He'll, he'll Venmo you five bucks. Probably. That, that's probably what it'll work out to be, is I'll, I'll Venmo you five bucks. But yeah. anyway, I'm, I'm just curious if somebody can tell me what it is. And... I don't want to give you like the prestige of this whole thing, but I have no idea what it is either. Cause you, so you could literally come to me and say, Oh, it was Budweiser. I'll be like, Oh, here's five bucks. Um, cause I don't know who keeps track of this shit. McKenneth. I used to, I used to, and then I stopped. Yeah. As well. You should have. Uh, um, but I, I think it was, um, uh, uh, Gander Mountains Pussy Juice. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Um, it was a go. Didn't know Gander Mountain, you know, yeah. brewed beers. I, I thought it was just like salty tamo. Yeah. yeah. Delightful. Yeah. I enjoy it. Of course you did. Kiwi, you know. somehow. I don't understand how they got the kiwi flavor in there, but we'll, we'll, we'll go with it. Well, they mashed up a bunch of uh, New Zealanders into it. Yeah. It's just a bunch of people in a vat going, Oi, noi! <laughs> they boiled the reception for Thor Love and Thunder into a beer, and that's what it came out to be. Oi, noi! We're getting moshed into a beer! Uh, poor Thor Love and Thunder. People fucking hate that movie, huh? I don't understand why. It was a lot of fun. I, I mean, I, I know it's cool to hate Marvel all of a sudden. Um, but I want to take a moment to say, who was the first one to start hating Marvel movies? Right here. This guy. This guy right yeah, here. Well, 
way ahead of the curve. Yes, some people hate fun. Those uh, things, those things were dog shit back with uh, Captain America and the the Who's a Madu Winter Soldier. Is that the one that I started to watch? Where I was like, oh, this is dumb. Um, yeah, you know, some people just enjoy movies that are fun. Yeah, I do too. But not that one. Right, I, well, I liked yeah. uh, I like Ragnarok. That that's a fun time. Yeah, Black Panther was they're, great. They're all a fun time. See, here's I, I'm I don't want to relitigate this. I don't want to do it. Give me something different. I know Ragnarok was good. Everybody enjoyed it because it was different. And then you just made a cover version of Ragnarok, like Disney. Fuck, do something different. In any case. Um, Star Wars, same thing. Quit fucking around. Star Wars is the most inbred universe of all time. Oh, Matt. You're, uh, so when... Do you have a particular style of cloud that you like yelling at? Is it Stratus? Cumulonimbus? Nimbus? Nimrod. Fucking Disney bullshit. Anyway, what else can I complain about? <laughs> Gas prices are lower. I can't bitch about that. Yeah, thanks, Obama. Um, that hot dogs. There's there's not enough hot dogs to buns. How about that? Uh, what am I supposed to do with the extra two, two hot dogs bun? Hot dog buns jamming my ass. Because that's what I've been doing. This tax is navy blue, babe. We're not both uh, referencing the Steve Martin version of Father of the Bride? I I guess not. It's been a long time since I watched that. There's a remake of that, too. Yeah. I didn't watch that either. Nope. You know what I did watch was The Bear. The Bear is very good. Yeah? Yeah. You know what I just found out? Tell me. Like, literally last night? What? Is that um, one of the offspring of Bart the Bear was the bear in the episode of Game of Thrones where uh, Brienne of Tarth fought a bear. Ah, the bear, the bear, and the maiden fair. Yeah. Um, that, that was Lil Bart the Bear. Yeah. Who, yeah. Who, who is Bart the Bear? I need help with that. Uh, so you watched the bear? Yes. Uh, oh, wait. Are we talking about different the bears? Are you talking about the one with Lip from Shameless? Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you were for. <laughs> I thought you were talking about the bear. That movie about an actual bear. <laughs> the bear. The film about the bear. <laughs> There's literally a movie called The Bear. It's about a bear. The titular bear. And it and it stars Bart the Bear. Okay, so Bart the Bear is like if you watched a movie from say the 70s through the 90s that had a bear in it. That was it was Bart? probably Bart the Bear. Cool. Um, so in uh, the Great Outdoors, the the bear that gets uh, shot in the face and and the ass with yeah. the shotgun. Yeah, it was Bart the Bear. And he came back for movies after that. Yeah, he's a trooper. That Bart the Bear. Yeah, he he was in the Bear after that. The Bear in the Bear is CGI. I'm pretty sure. Oh. And it's, um, and it's metaphorical. Oh, okay. 
It's actually about kitchens, yeah, yeah. and it's it's. Um, <laughs> I know it, it's. Yeah. Uh, Matt Turk of all people, uh, I shouldn't say that. Matt is is one one of the the greatest people I know, and, and killed me when I was like, man, I really enjoyed watching the bear. He's like, yeah, that's a really relaxing and therapeutic to watch, because um, it is the most like nerve wracking, anxiety inducing show on television. Like, <laughs> that's what I've heard, which to me means I don't want to watch it because like. Everybody talks about how brilliant like The Last of Us is, right? The, yeah. the PlayStation game. I I pumped a few hours into that and like I'm never going to finish it because it just it gives me too much anxiety. Like there it, there's no fun to be had. It's just pants shitting. So yeah, I could see that. And and the bear um it's it's fun, it's interesting. Like the characters are great. If you've ever worked in a kitchen in your life, it will make you want not. to throw yourself out a window. Yeah. Like I, I did it in college for about six months and it was a lot. I enjoyed it, it in a, in a different universe. Uh, you know, if we go into Dr. Strange's multiverses, th- there is a universe where I'm a short order cook somewhere. I enjoy that. I get into the zone of that watching the bear. I'm like, if this was my life now, I, 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 yeah, I can see why these guys are are completely strung out most of the time. Because holy shit, um, there's one episode in there that it's about twenty eight minutes long, and the amount of anxiety I felt in that twenty eight minutes is, uh, I could taste it. It was terrible. <laughs> it was amazing, but terrible all at the same time. So yeah, I highly recommend that. Yeah, talk to talk to our shrink about that, man. Yeah, uh, yeah, probably at some point I will. Yeah, we share a shrink now. That's fun. It is fun. <laughs> I, hey, we should pause and, and get another beer, eh? I think it's a great idea. Alrighty. You know what I'm gonna play in in between here? I don't. The bear, the bear, and the maiden fair. No, fair enough. And then I'll come back and ask you what band it was because it's it's one of my favorites. Oh, so it was the old steady. God damn it. Yeah, no, I, I watched Game of Thrones, man. All right, let's go get a beer. Let's go. Back from the bar, we've got another beer from New Hampshire. We do. I am very excited about this one because I have not had it in a long time. It is. Oh, you you've had this one a long time ago. This one I had a long time ago. This was in a galaxy far, far away. Yes. Um, this is the the first New Hampshire beer I ever had. Um, it was at the Beverage Brewing, uh, or I'm sorry, Beverage uh, Beer and Soap Store in Wolfboro, New Hampshire. No. Uh, at the time, Stoneface only sold these in Bombers. Huh. Um, it's Stoneface Brewing's IPA. Uh, 
it used to be their flagship. Uh, it's kind of an old school um, West Coasty IPA, brewed on the sea coast of Newington, New Hampshire. Uh, I have not been there yet. I would like to go. Uh, in, in past years, it's kind of been superseded by Full Clip, which is their their New England IPA, which is also very good. Uh, I just couldn't get my hands on it while I was up there. Um, but I'm interested to go back to this one and, and see how I feel about it and see what you think about it. This was kind yeah. of the, as the, when I tell the story about the $35 can of Heady Topper that I saw um, yeah. in the, those early days, probably 20, well, 2015, maybe um, 2015, 2016, it would have been, this beer was the beer that I bought on that trip. Gotcha. That was a long, long time ago. Galaxy far, far away. And you can still remember I, I the music haven't drunk used to enough. make you smile. Yep. So this is the Stoneface IPA. And you knew that if you had your chance, well, you could make those people dance and maybe they'd be happy for a while. Hey, McKenna. Yes. Do you know what today is? Today is April, August 4th. It is August 4th. Do you know as else? we're recording. Do you know what else today is as we're recording? Um, Four days until my birthday. It is four days until your birthday. Do you know what else it is? Um, National Boobies Day? It is a national day. It's National IPA Day, baby. Baby. And we are celebrating with two American IPAs. You know what's funny, Matt? The last time it was National IPA Day, we were celebrating... With Stromy and some IPAs at, at his place from that's, Vermont. That's right. We were celebrating IPA Day with some New England IPAs. Yeah. And and today we are doing much the same without Stromy, but shout out to Stromy. You're always in our hearts. Oh, Stromy, you son of a bitch. I hate you forever. Hmm. You're the reason I stopped posting my Wordle results on, on Twitter. Not really, actually. I was just, it was getting to be a pain in the dick. It just warmed my heart every time that that he did better than you and then dunked on you. Yeah. He's a real piece of shit, but I, I do love him. I love the guy. Love him. So Stromy, much. we have to have you on again. Uh, you can join the, the sixth timers club, I guess. Stromy, the unofficial third mic of the BRJ. This is true. And in some cases, the official. It's true. So this is Stoneface IPA. There is very little can copy. Please drink fresh, which you've kind of already done it. We have? You, you did, I feel like. Uh, maybe I was just reading it while you were saying stuff. Yeah. I mean, maybe. So this was, you know, brewed about a month and a half ago. So it's about as fresh as you can do. Live free, drink craft is their, their slogan. Uh, I find most breweries in uh, New Hampshire have some kind of play on the live free or die gimmick. Uh, oh, they must really enjoy the, the die hard movies that in fourth New one. Hampshire. Yeah, the fourth one was... was Bruce Willis and the guy that played the walrus. Yeah. Google Jude. Good Jude. Um, yeah. So let's try this. Oh, you mean the Mac? The Mac? Yeah, the Mac guy. By the yeah. way, I, I've cut my beard down again. So now mm-hmm. I look like John Hodgman. Hmm. You know, it was, uh, I, I forget wh- what the occasion was. I was looking at Instagram and um, I was scrolling through and I had to pause a moment and look at the username. Uh, it turned out it was John Hodgman and not you. <laughs> it, it turns out that you are indecipherable from John Hodgman wearing a, a face mask. Yeah, it's uh, Hodgman and I wearing a face mask, or Hodgman and I wearing baseball hats. You can't. He tell was wearing else. a baseball hat 
and a face mask. Yeah. So our eyes are identical. <laughs> yes. The only reason I could tell that it wasn't you and it made me, you know, pause and, and, and look again is because the beard was too short. See? And now, now, now I trim the beard down. I look just like John Hodgman. Mm-hmm. So theater of the mind, if you don't know what I look like, go to, go to Hodgman's. Google, Google uh, Judge Hodgman. Yeah. yeah. Hodgman and I are nearly identical. So the Stoneface Brewing IPA, what do you think there, my friend? Let me take another sip of it. Um, hmm. So yeah, it is more of that West Coasty um, bitter. Um, there is still some some stone fruit, um, not not really pine necessarily, but um, there is sort of a an astringent line cutting through it. Um, and I'm getting a little bit of something like floating around the roof of my mouth. Um, it ain't bad. No, pretty good. It, it's pretty damn good. I mean, in, I, I'm biased because the other one had Citroen Mosaic. I, I think I like that one a little bit more, but this is still quite nice. This one, Citra and Amarillo. So the only oh, difference really? is no no Mosaic on this one. I, I guess I really like that Mosaic. You like the Mosaic. You know what you like is the, the, the pineapple and berry that Mosaic Yeesh. gives you. Which is weird because I fucking hate pineapple. Yeah. Um, but uh, looking at the, uh, the Beer Advocate, which oftentimes is kind of biased towards uh, New England beers because I think it's based out of Boston. This is a world-class IPA. From Boston. Uh, represents 70% of Stoneface's sales. Yikes. Uh, full clip is probably uh, like 20% of it. But I quite like this one. Yeah, it's, it's very nice. Um, it, the only reason that, you know... It, the uh, the Palmerstown New England IPA is is outstripping it a little bit for me just because uh, New England IPAs are That's probably my nice. second favorite style of beer. Yeah, you are very much right an old school craft beer guy. Yeah, because the, the the black IPA and the western or the the West Coast IPA are your the, the big ones for you. Yeah, I, I like I love IPAs and uh, you know the black the the Bippa. My goodness. And uh, not not to spoil our next episode, but uh, I may have procured something in that uh, neighborhood. Am I going to have to drink a whole crawler in that episode? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. God damn! At the end of the day, though, it just means we're drinking. I'm a uh, we're we're drinking three beers instead of two. Not like we haven't done that in the past. No. Um. And and, and really, the one beer is only a twelve ouncer, so. It's not even three beers. It, no, that, that is exactly three beers, friend. It's two pints and a 12 ounce. It, it, yeah, it, it's four ounces shy of three beers. The math ain't math, motherfucker. <laughs> it, it, I, I don't drink beers that are less than 16 ounces anymore, man. Yeah, I know. Come on. You want to be what? a puss. You want to know what we we we've talked about this in a past episode, and it is a New England beer, so I feel like we can we can get after it in this one. That Fiddlehead Twelve Pack, mm-hmm. the Fiddlehead IPA, the flagship IPA, um, a four pack of that goes for fifteen ninety nine, I think, or fourteen ninety nine. Okay, the twelve pack goes for eighteen ninety nine. I defy you to find a better twelve pack for nineteen dollars than the Fiddlehead IPA. I can do it. 
a 12 pack? Yes. What? Uh, <laughs> and it's actually cheaper. What? Cream ale uh, does not count. <laughs> IPA. Oh, okay. If it's then I can't do it. Right. Because it's cream ale. Cream ale. Uh, buy two six packs of uh, of the pint cans. Yeah. And it's uh it's ten ninety eight. Right. I, I'm with you. I I'm also the one that that put out on Twitter a week or two ago the 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 bit burner. Mm-hmm. So I I I know from value right like the the bit burger. We haven't done bit burger yet, have we? We have not. We'll have to do that sometime in the fall, probably at some at this point. point. But we still need to do the uh, the network wide crossover. We yes. we need to do our uh, Infinity War. We need the Infinity War. We're gonna do it, you know, in true Marvel style. About a month and a half after you really should have. Um, we've got the the Colches on deck. They're in my kitchen. I just haven't doled them out yet. Um, yeah. The the ruby red and the the pineapple. And we're gonna we're gonna compare and contrast like a, a high school essay. That's gonna happen soon. I, I, I need to do it. I have had one pineapple colch sitting in my fridge for a couple months at this point. I have eighteen of them in my in my kitchen right now, and I think nine. That of would them. make you the bell of the ball at most Rochester parties because I don't think you can find the pineapple one very easily currently. I don't think so. Yeah, that ruby w- red. You can you know get. Yeah, you can, fifty cents a case. You can swing a dead cat and hit that shit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's uh, yeah. Stromy picked up uh, a couple twelve packs for us in, um, in preparation for it. We were supposed to do it about a month and a half ago, and then life happened. So it'll happen soon. I gotta yeah. mail a couple down to our uh, our friend Siobhan down in in uh, Maryland, and then it's on. Absolutely, and um, yeah, I don't know. We uh. We'll figure it out. We 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 always do, but uh, we we've also got uh, part two of of Uncle Travelin uh, coming up here in right. pretty short order. Uncle Travelin Blues coming up next. We'll have the Colch in between, but I think we're going to do that kind of like in a mid cycle. Yeah, um, get everybody together. You know, it's it's always good to do the Colches that you can't get a hold of right when the Oktoberfest come out. Um, <laughs> I was shocked at how many Oktoberfests are out now. Uh, yeah, I was just seeing. Um, I was seeing some advert advertisements um, for I think like a Southern Tier Harvest Ale. Yeah, um, the Pumpkin and the uh, the yeah. the Warlord are out. I, I didn't cross the street to drink them, but they're there. It's officially August, Matt. It's officially August. That uh, that is when this shit starts to come out. That's when this shit starts pumping. It's when the caramel beers come out. It's. <laughs> It's your least favorite time of the year. That's not true. That's not true. I like Oktoberfest beers as long as they're not fucking super sweet. I don't want caramel fucking latte Oktoberfests. I understand that, man. But what I'm saying is second episode of October, you know what it is. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, realistically, if we're going to do it right, we should really do it in September because that's really Oktoberfest is like mid-September. Mid, mid, Mid-September. Yes. Uh, we gotta smash each other's heads with giant wooden mallets. Yes, and then I put you in a giant bear suit, but it's got yep. it's got fall foliage in it. Yeah, um, that's what. But only should... if you're wearing a puffer vest and and knee high boots over your painted on jeans. I'm gonna put you in a dirndl and a a, a, a flowered cap. 
Um, we should really do a an Oktoberfest thing this year where we just get like Oktoberfest beers and sausages and just belch into the microphone for an hour. Well, we need to go somewhere and like talk to brewers and like, uh, you know, really make a, a thing of it. Now, who knows how to book people? Uh, Mike Huntone, apparently. <laughs> Turns out if you just ask somebody, they'll fucking do it. Yeah. It's weird how that works. Who knew? What's it like not having social anxiety, God. Mike? I love that. What, man. What's what's it like being outgoing? But any hoozles. Um yeah, we uh this this stone face is also nice. This this is a, su- a successful It's a studio. Um, Su su studio. You know where 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 Phil Collins recorded that? Uh, in the stu stu studio. Yep. Did I, do, did I do that joke on the show already? No, Matt. It's just not a very creative joke. Eat my it's, whole ass. It's pretty obvious. <laughs> pretty what if I was just like, I don't know. Did he record it at Abbey Road? Was it at, at uh, uh, Sun Whatever Studios? <laughs> Good one. Sun Whatever Art. Studios. Yes, that's what it was. Uh, no, it was Electric Ladyland, right? Sure. Oh. No, it was probably Abbey Road. I don't know. I'll find out for real. That That's a good way to kill that joke. Yeah. <laughs> Please Google it and and then ask me again. And we'll do the joke again. And then you can uh, really kill it. It'll be really funny. It'll be the funniest thing we've said all episode. <laughs> it <ain't> hard. <laughs> it's been like six weeks since we did one of these motherfuckers. I don't know how to do it anymore. <laughs> you know what it doesn't say? Oh, well, well let, let's see here. Okay. So Susudio is a song by English songwriter. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, production recording. It was on No Jacket Required. That's a fun thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it was. You, you know where it was recorded, McKenneth? In the Stu Stu Studio? No, at the Townhouse in London and Old Croft, Surrey. Oh. Uh. How about that? It was on No Jacket Required. Oh, I, I, I bought that Blink-182 album. The, uh, the, the Phil Collins record where he looks like a, a uh, jack-o'-lantern that you lift, lit from the bottom. Yes, that was the, the the photo negative version of uh, REM's Monster. <laughs> wow! Ah, <laughs> uh. <laughs> that may be the most. <laughs> That's like the stupidest fucking. <laughs> Boy, you just put that one right between the pipes. That was great. I really <laughs> dug, dug that one. That, thank you. That was good. Uh, Do you know uh, what happened to so, me? So Michael Stipe, uh, we're, we're trying to come up with a cover for this album. And uh, no, what I think we should do is uh, basically like reverse the colors of uh, No Jacket Required. That sounds right. You want to keep yeah. Phil on there? No, some, make it like a spooky bear balloon. Yeah. So we're going to keep yeah. Phil. Um, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> do you know what happened to me? Speaking, I'm going back to the bear again, because that is the only like relevant pop cultural touchstone I have right now is, is a show on Hulu that maybe 120 people have watched. 
Um, the soundtrack is good. I found myself really vibing with the song. I, I shazammed mm-hmm. it, and it was REM. <laughs> Which one? I, it, it's been a week now. I don't know. I, I could check my phone, but I'm too fucking lazy. Um, let me see. I, I will Google. Vampire. I, I want to know what the song is, because if it's like a, a bop of an REM song, I, I would I want to know. Let's see. The Bear soundtrack. It is Oh My Heart. Oh, I don't know that one off the top of my head. That one is from 2011's Collapse Into Now, the final yeah. REM See, record. That, that's why I don't know it so much, because that by that point, mm, your old boy McKenneth uh, didn't so much care that much. That was a goddamn good song. I don't even like REM, and that was a goddamn good song. REM has a lot of really good uh, songs. Uh, not I, I'm my brother would be the one to talk to about REM. He uh, was beside himself when they broke up. Mm-hmm. Um, excuse me, uh, but uh, I don't know. For me, like they've got you know out of their entire oeuvre, um, they have one of the best albums uh, of all time. If you take all of the good songs from each album, yeah, I would, well. Yeah, I would agree with that. Sort of like, uh, you know, a lot of the other bands that I listen to and say are really great. It's actually like, no, they've got like really good tracks off of albums and and good singles. Um, But if you really boil it down, they got a good album. I feel like that's with a band, like generally, if if they put out eight albums and you can make one good album out of it. You've nailed it. Mm-hmm. That's why Hootie yeah. and the Blowfish is the best band of all time. I know. I, I only want to be with them. Hootie and the Blowfish. That that first record, every song's a hit. Every song. I, I, I only I, want to be with you. I legit think. I think six of the, the 12 songs on there were, were singles. Yeah, it, it's, uh, it's kind of like Ed Sheeran. <laughs> How do you release an album and like seven of the tracks are singles? That's a good fucking album right there. Uh, apparently what do you have to do next and nothing nothing yeah i guess tour it yeah you just tour on it I, i've seen the i've, I've seen who tie in the blowfish i think three times really yeah hmm. yeah i've never seen who tie in the blowfish they were fun i i, I was like I've, I've seen I, I i've seen the band that blocked will cleveland <laughs> <laughs> fucking blues trailer <laughs> saw them up for the stones I, uh, I saw Lenny Kravitz open for the Stones Ugh. and and he played he played the worst song of his uh, according to Pat Fennerty. American Woman Oh no I'm sorry it was the other one uh, Get Away was that the one? Fly yeah. Away? Yeah yeah they're, they're all the same they're all terrible yeah, I mean really um, best thing man ever did was squat and show his dick to the whole world. Was it a good a, looking dick? Was that at SARS Fest? Not that he showed his uh, dick. Like, I, I don't think it was SARS Fest. I think it was just some random show. Hmm. My uh, dad would have told me if he saw Lenny Kravitz's dick. <laughs> My dad was at SARS so. Son, I have to tell you. My dad saw people trying to pelt Justin Timberlake with uh, water bottles and Keith telling them not to do it. Poor Justin Timberlake. That was not a good show for him to be on. I guess not. But at the same time, it's like he's 
it, it was the wrong crowd because Sarstock was very heavily uh, geared towards like you know hardened classic rock, and he really had no business being there. Geared toward toward forty year old classic rockers, yeah, you know, dead rock. Yeah, uh, exactly. And he was very much still a boy band guy at that point, right? Like he's never been a rock he hadn't, guy. Well, no, he, he's still not a rock guy. He, he but he has evolved beyond like uh Insane. you know pure boy band status. He he is still a pop star, right? Um, but I, I, I think that at this point he has shaken the boy band yeah. stank. Yeah, I would agree. He's replaced it with other stanks. Yeah. Not I don't hate him, stank. though. I don't hate his music. He's fine. My my wife loves him. My wife. My, my, uh, my, wife. my kid likes all the stuff he does in the Trolls movies. Yeah. Those Trolls movies are fun. I enjoy that song from the Trolls movie. It's the second best thing that came out of the Trolls movie franchise. What's the first? Um, the McElroy brothers are going to be in Trolls 2. Oh, okay, yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. Also, I love that, that was a fantastic podcast. I also love the, the fact that Ron Funches has made a ton of money off of that, I assume. Well, yeah, there's that. I, I, I got Jess a, uh, a Justin Timberlake Funko Pop for her birthday this year. Oh, that's awesome. And I felt like I, I felt like I kind of nailed it. Yeah. Does it have, one. uh, like the ramen noodle hair or? It is, it is from ramen noodle hair era. Awesome. Um, Uno memento por favor. It is, it's currently sitting atop the uh, Josh Allen Funko Pop that she got me for Father's Day. Ooh. Uh, but here we go. Oh, he's adorable. That is ramen noodle hair guy. Yeah. That is full on. It's going to be May. Yeah. Uh, just, Justin Timberlake. It is true. Mm-hmm. Yes, my wife, who has a, a, a boombox downstairs that she, you know, painted on as a teen, including the uh, declaration that NSYNC rocks. Oh, that's adorable. <laughs> that is so adorable. Yeah. Uh, it, it's petty and stupid, but one of my favorite things is to pretend that uh, uh, Backstreet Boys songs are NSYNC songs. Yeah. And be like, that's fun. Yeah. Like the Halloween one. <laughs> yeah. Um, my, my kids also got really into turning red. Um, so they love all the songs by four town in that. How can you not? They're great. R- right. So <laughs> we'll like play them and sync stuff. Uh, and they'll be like, I want to hear four town songs. I'm like, this is four town. <laughs> Just enjoy it. <laughs> it's a new four town song. Shut up. That's awesome. Yeah. I enjoy this beer. It's a good beer. I went to Bill's training camp, man. Tell me about it. Tell me about it. Still. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, we got there and we got to the high school uh, in, in Pittsburgh where we had to take the shuttle bus. Uh-huh. My kids were very excited to ride on a school bus because it was their first time doing that. Oh, man. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, we arrived at St. John Fisher College. Uh, you know, St. John Fisher the, uh, University, my friend. Uh, okay. And uh, went through the line to get in, you know, uh-huh. the, 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 the metal detectors and, and the ticket checker and all that stuff. Did you have to go to the anal probe? And then, yep. And uh, how to taste. So <laughs> a little, little salty. Um uh, just a heads up, Matt. Um, the NFL instituted a new rule. Yeah. Uh, much like Bill Maher. Yeah. New rule. You're only allowed to bring in a bag uh, that's clear 
well, yeah. in the dimensions of 12 by 6 by 12. It's been like that since like 9-11. I thought this, no, this is like new guideline. No, no. it's been that way for a long time. Hey, Matt, guess guess what year I got into football? Last year. It doesn't mean that it's 20, all new. 2020. They they describe it in the fucking information as being new. Mm, okay. In any case, the last time you're going to need a clear bag. Game, when I went to see the, the Jets and the Bills at, at Rich Stadium, when Rex Jets. Ryan was the coast of your your Buffalo Bills. Woo, woo, um, Everybody had yes. clear bags. Right. Well, it's clear bag no bigger than 12 by 12 by 6. Yeah. Uh, nobody in the area carries that. No. No. I mean, yeah. whatever you're bringing in, you just have to boof. Mm. So we're walking around outside of the uh, the stadium. Um, there's lots of stuff for kids to do. There's, uh, there's a crazy inflatable uh, used car lot guy. Awesome. That Amelia was very enamored with. Um you know, big connect four, big, big Jenga. Um, that was my nickname in college. <laughs> big Jenga. Yeah. Oh, nice. Um, Pull airbrush me, I fall apart. Airbrush, uh, temporary tattoos. Yeah. Um, you know, the wikes. That sounds and great. then there was, there's a couple trailers with merchandise. Um, we wanted to get Amelia a short sleeve bill shirt because she only has a long sleeve one and she was getting a bit hot. Yeah. Uh, wearing her, wearing that, but she insisted we told her it was not a good idea. Yeah. But she insisted because she is uh, three years old and therefore really stupid. <laughs> um, so, um, you know, we're, we're walking around doing the stuff and then, you know, we decided to go watch the, the practice. Um, so we actually got pretty close to, uh, you know, about as close as we could get without VIP passes. Uh-huh. Um, and we sat there for about five seconds before my daughter was saying, I'm hot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's I'm okay. hot. I want to go back in the shade. Yeah. Can we go? Can we, can we go? I'm hot. And then my son started saying, I hot, I hot. And then I started saying to my wife, was. <laughs> and I started saying to my wife, man, I really wish I brought my hat today. It's very bright and hot. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, see, part of my master plan was that um, I, I would be able to buy the uh, training camp hat. Yeah. I, I never actually got around to it. Yeah. Um, so I got to watch about five minutes of the, the Bills practice. Um, I did get to see Josh Allen, you know, throw a completed pass to, to Stefan Diggs. Uh, that was fun. That's awesome. Um, I got to send a snarky picture to our friend Jeff, who is a uh, Rams fan. Uh, of uh, Von Miller, yeah, practicing with the Bills, his yeah. his current team. Yeah, I believe he responded with that with a, a picture of Von Miller in a Rams jersey holding the uh, Lombardi Trophy. <laughs> this is true. Which this is true. Which is at the, the end of this season, though. Hopefully, we'll be sending him a, a similar photo, but with a different uniform. The best way I've ever seen anybody call it scoreboard in my entire life. <laughs> it was pretty good, um, but uh, yeah, so. <laughs> I watched about five minutes of practice and then we went back out and the kids played some more connect Four, and um, yeah, then we, uh, we were going to go stand in line for autographs. turns out you, um, if you're not there, the second that that line opens, you're yeah. not going to get in because you, uh, there's the little, 
turnabouts. Yeah. Once that turnabout line is filled, yeah. uh, they cut it off. Yep. So then we went and stood uh, outside the back of the tent where the people who were going to go into the autograph tent walked by. Mm-hmm. And we were just hoping that somebody would be cool and stop by us. Um, but that did not happen. So, yeah. Yeah. So back in the day, because I, I used to go to training camp when it was at Fredonia. Um, mm. About 140 years ago. Um, yeah. In my day, so, training camp didn't sell out in four seconds. No, you didn't have to buy tickets. You just showed up because it was at Fredonia. Jeez. And who the fuck is going to go to Fredonia? Um, so you, Even people that go to Fredonia for college don't like going to Fredonia. Can confirm. So we would roll up just for the afternoon. Like, they did not sign autographs for the life of them, number one. Like you, mm-hmm. you'd roll in and you'd see like the guys sitting with their their families and having picnics in the yard in the the grass like outside of the field, but they would not sure. talk to you or sign anything. Um, and this was long enough ago. It was Coach Marv Levy was in charge of the Bills at that point. Do you, do you remember Marv Levy? Have you heard of Marv Levy? The name actually rings a lot of bells. I, I couldn't like put a face to the name or anything. Marv Levy, the uh, the the arguably the best coach in, in Buffalo Bills history. Um, I, I highly recommend uh, looking at, at YouTube to watch him because he was one of the funniest human beings on the planet. Um, oh, oh, okay, yeah. No, you, you've you played me uh, yeah. <laughs> recordings of his press conferences. Yeah. The, the where else would you rather be than right here, right now? Uh, when I say that, that is a direct Marv Levy quote. Um, you'll also see him. He was the guy in the uh, Sports Illustrated ads that would uh, – that you would see when they were doing the bloopers things where he'd call the, the referee an over-officious jerk. Um, that's mm-hmm. Marv. Um, Marv just turned 97 years old yesterday. Good Lord. 97. Happy birthday, Marv. Happy birthday, Marv. Um, I, I was uh, browsing Reddit today. Apparently, um, Tom Brady was on some show yeah. uh, on HBO. Yeah. Um, the Shop or something like that? Yeah, it's LeBron James' uh, show. Yeah, he, he was talking about... Uh, he he didn't name names or anything, but uh, he was talking about early in his career, I think, some team that was thinking about recruiting him and then didn't. And um, and and how they how, you know, and then I saw they went with that motherfucker like I didn't even want to go on that team to begin with. And, and it turns out he was talking about the Bills. That makes and, sense. Uh, and, and who was the, the quarterback? Who would have been the quarterback at that time? Uh, somebody was it J.P. Lossman? No, it was... uh, Trent Edwards. No, more recent. Well, let's see. There was Flutie Edwards. Todd Collins was the guy that took over right after Kelly. Drew Bledsoe. Like right before Tyrod Taylor. Uh, That would have been Trent Edwards. Or maybe right after Tyrod. It's like an R name, maybe. There was Kyle Orton. Oh, Christ. I'm going to have to go onto Reddit now. So there was Drew Bledsoe. There was J.P. Lossman. There was Trent Edwards. There was, it would have been like the Trent Edwards, J.P. Lossman. Oh, God. Who's the quarterback? I mean, there wasn't a, uh, Kyle Orton was in there. There wasn't like an in-between guy. Um, who am I not thinking of? Ryan Fitzpatrick. Who's like, that's the one. Yeah. Yeah. He, he was calling Ryan Fitzpatrick that motherfucker. And, uh. That doesn't make any sense, though, because we ended up with Drew Bledsoe when uh, Brady beat him out. I don't know, man. I'm just reporting the news, not making it. So it would have been Rob Johnson, maybe, 
that you were thinking of. Maybe that's who it was. It was Rob Johnson. I, 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 you know, I am new at this. I will tell you for for a fact that let's see, Rob Johnson was drafted. Rob Johnson was a fucking dog shit quarterback. God Almighty, I'm like almost angry at the fact about Rob Johnson. <laughs> um, let's see. So he got drafted what in '98. When did Tom Brady get drafted? No clue. Yeah, listen, it may not have been early in his career. I could be yeah. wrong about that. No, no, it no, was no. a thing I looked at on Reddit for five seconds. Yeah, no, you're right. It, it was, well, you were half right. Because Rob Johnson, the the Bills drafted Rob Johnson, and then the following year, Tom Brady ended up on the, 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 the fucking Patriots. Um, yeah, so it would have been Rob Johnson or Tom Brady the Bills could have taken. But yeah, basically he was talking some shit about the Bills and yeah. uh You know what? For the first time ever I agree with with Tom Brady cuz fuck Rob Johnson was fucking terrible. <laughs> Jesus. But here's the thing, man. Um fuck Tom Brady still. Agreed. He's he's talking some some shit with uh, about my boy Josh Allen. He's and, friends with uh, Josh. Yeah, but he still talks some shit. Josh talked shit about him. Did you watch the the, the golf thing? Yeah. Well, it, yeah, but then Tom Brady said that, you know, golf shit talking is golf shit talking. It's different than pro football shit talking. And Josh Allen hasn't really done much on the football field, especially when he's playing against me. Well, yeah, because it was fucking 13 against 11. Well, you know. I, I watched that game again. Milo and I watched it the other night, whenever it was on, on NFL Network. And, like... It was egregious enough that that my kid went, oh, why, why are the referees not calling those penalties? It's like, yeah, because it's fucking Tom Brady. Yeah, it's the golden boy of football, American. Right. Yeah. Oh goodness gracious! God damn it! So anyway, tomorrow, Tom Brady. I'll be at at Highmark, hopefully watching more practice than you got to see. Yeah. Um, my kid's six, so we'll probably watch ten minutes of it. Uh, if you saw five. Yeah. I'll just remember, you know, who got you those tickets and, and did all that stuff for you at work and whose birthday is on Monday mm -hmm. when you're there. Yep. I will think about that the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> if there's any good gimmicks, I will bring one home for you. Oh, I appreciate you. That, that's what I appreciate you. At at, uh, at St. John Fisher College, they had uh, um, um, towels. Ooh. Rally towels. Like little so my, rally towels? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. yeah. So my kids got those. The They now have two rally towels for the Bills. Hey, I think I still have some floating around from when we went to see the uh, the Bills play the Bears in Toronto. Oh. Uh, and they were nice. sponsored by the Yogi Bear movie. Oh, man. I, I would really love to see them play this season, but God damn it. I, I was talking to you about this the other day. Like, uh, I was at work man. and Jesus Christ, like five hundred dollars for shitty seats. Yeah, the, and that's off. That that's preseason. <laughs> like when I looked, the Jets game was was reasonable. Gotcha. The uh, but are Jets we talking game. reasonable? Like like football price is reasonable. Like or like actually reasonable. Like a hundred dollars a seat. Okay. Um. Yeah, it's not too bad. But not like the last time I went to a game. Like I said, it was the. The Jets and the Bills and the Rex Ryan era, Mark Sanchez was still the quarterback. None of this means anything to you. Um, mm -hmm. 
it was maybe the the first or second year that that Rex was the coach. Um, my friend and I sat down. Um, by the end of the first quarter, they were down twenty one points. Uh, by five minutes into the second quarter, they were down thirty five. And at that point, we got up and left. Um, and as we were pulling out down Abbott Road, uh, it was a mass exodus out of the stadium. We beat everybody out of the stadium by about 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody left before halftime. And then they came back and won the game. Oh, God, no. No, they got oh, okay. they got their dick kicked in. <laughs> I was going to say, is it, is it a, a replay of uh, game three of the ALCS against yeah, no, the Yankees? It, it wasn't the, the Bills-Oilers, fifty the, 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 the comeback, the greatest comeback of all time when, when Frank Reich engineered that when they went to the Super Bowl. No, they, they just got their fucking dicks kicked in. It was terrible. Oh, against okay. the Jets and Mark Sanchez. If you get the chance, watch Mad God on Shudder. I have I have been putting it off. Um, I, I keep meaning to watch it, but then I get to the point where it's like I could press play, and I'm like, uh, let's try this other Shutter exclusive. And then I get 20 minutes into it, and I'm like, fuck it, I'm just gonna jerk off and go to bed. Yeah, I mean, most times that's what what you run into. Mad God is great, however, it will turn you inside out. Yeah, um, it, it's a masterpiece, but Jesus fuck. It will destroy you. I do need to check it out. I I, I met Phil Tippett uh, years ago. What? Yeah, he was at uh, the Dryden Theater with uh, Ray Harryhausen. Oh, I would have loved to have gone. Yeah. <laughs> Can confirm. I, I was the one, <laughs> I was the only one as near as I could tell that was uh, flipping shit about Phil Tippett. Uh, mm-hmm. as opposed to Ray Harryhausen. I mean, I was very appreciative and like, oh my God, Ray Harryhausen, uh, all the, you know, the fucking skeletons and Jason and the Argonauts or whatever. Um, but then I got to Phil Tippett and I was like, you did the Rancor. You you did the like fucking all the shit in the Star Wars movies. Oh my God. And and like I, I, made the I, dinosaurs I, look cool in fucking Jurassic Park. I, I pretended to be you one time when I was a kid because I used to watch from Star Wars to Jedi on VHS, the the making of documentary where it's like, you know, Phil Tippett and he's like wearing a Rancor fucking suit and he pulls it off and he stands there and he's got like a heroic pose and I would do that and say, I'm Phil Tippett. (laughs) That's the kind of seven-year-old I was. Did you tell him that? No. You should have. You would have lost his shit. I said, hi, Mr. Tippett. Will, Will you sign this program, please? I didn't even say that. I was just, hi. Man, if you would have told him in... that you pretended to be him, oh, he would have lost his fucking marbles. Yeah. I can't imagine. How <laughs> it was it, it was one of those moments uh, when I was a kid where I was like, oh, people don't always get my references. It was one of the first times. I Yeah. <laughs> It's like, oh, here's this one shot from this one VHS that I'm probably the only person I know who has seen it. Mm -hmm. And it's like, who the fuck is Phil Tippett? Yeah, the only people that know of that are you and Phil Tippett. Yeah. But yeah, if you're that big of a fan, you need to see it because it's fucking great. Um, I would love to. I would love to. Have I... I think I probably told the story about about my friend in the the Joe Johnston situation, right? When he bought the pieces of the Death Star. Oh, what? I didn't tell you the story. This does not sound familiar. So a friend of mine um, bought a piece of the Death Star on eBay, 
mm-hmm. and it didn't come with like a certificate of authentication or anything, and it just came. And he was a little bit dubious about it because it didn't seem quite right. So he he started like making some phone calls, like trying to figure out if he could get it right. So then he called ILM, and he's just like, "Look, I did this. I bought." this piece of the Death Star and I can't get it verified that if it's right or not. So if anybody could help me out with this, uh, I'd really appreciate it. I'm like, well, I don't know who we can do, what we can do, but what we can do is, you know, what? I think maybe Joe can help you. And he was shooting, it was probably Captain America at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so <laughs> they gave him, like, they transferred him to Joe Johnston's voicemail. And so like five days later, Joe Johnston called him back and said, Hey, I, I understand you bought a piece of the, the Death Star and I, I, I can help you verify that. So he like, he sat down with my friend and like went part by part to show, to talk about what was on the Death Star. And like my friend sent him pictures of what the piece of the Death Star was. And Joe Johnston looked at it and went, I hate to tell you, man, but that's not, not a hundred percent real, but it was like a month thing. Yeah. Cause Joe Johnston was shooting Captain America. <laughs> While, <laughs> while he was trying to verify if this guy's piece of the Death Star was right. That's pretty fucking funny. How cool is that? Like, yeah, he's just having these, pretty cool. these conversations trying to verify it with the guy that made it, who is now the guy that's yeah. directing Captain America. No, no, see, you can see that this is clearly, a, you know, a destroyer uh, model kit that's been uh, kit bashed. We were only using aircraft carriers, and, you know, you can see because of this. Yeah, that, that was exactly what it was. He was like, no, that's not the color of epoxy that we would have used. I was, like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, how cool is that? Yeah, it's pretty cool. Oh. Kind of a bummer that he bought that, though, and it was fake. Uh, no, because he's got that story. He got his money back, and he's got that story where he spent like a month talking to Joe Johnston. Yeah, and he's got plenty of other stuff. I mean, he's got Sam Jones's entire Flash Gordon outfit. So, hmm. ah, just figured out who I was talking about. Uh, uh well, no. When you said oh. Flash Gordon, I oh, and ah. I, I assumed that you were speaking about the yeah, yeah. That that's what I was. He's doing. got that in one of the Hawkmen, the the Queen song. Yeah. Is it Timothy Dalton? Yes. Hawkman? Oh. No, it's the Brian Blessed Hawkman. Oh, well, you know, Timothy Dalton's Hawkman was okay. He, he was, they only winged him. Bah. And with that, we should probably pull the episode into the stage. Yeah, because uh, surprising no one, I got a rock one. <laughs> I actually don't. Um, but at the same time, I also have had, I, I had a double dry hopped hay burner. Um, I had these two beers and I kind of want to have another beer. Yeah. I'll probably do the same. I'll grab one of the fiddleheads that I bought tonight because I bought another 12 pack of that. Well, let's talk a little bit here about the other shows on our network. We've got punches and popcorn who have uh, legitimate celebrities coming up here in uh, a few short weeks. Um, A big one. That's the the drunken master episode with uh, Matt and myself. That's right. That's right. We just did Richard. (laughs) Dirty Ho, which... Uh, Dirty Ho, that episode was fun. God, I love uh, that movie. That, that is my favorite kung fu movie of all time. You know what? I'm going to see if I can find it on the subscription services that I subscribe to. Uh, we'll we'll, we'll reconnect offline about that. Okie dokie. Um, so yeah, Punches and Popcorn, they are the other show on the Lunch Door Network that is currently updating regularly. Uh, we've got 
uh, Food About Town with Chris Lindstrom. Also updating uh, regularly. He's got another episode coming out next week, I think. Oh, great. I'm going to have to update his fucking shit. Um, you got us. us. You got the Interstate Wrestling Podcast. Yep. You got Caleb versus Self. Coming soon. Yeah. Um, what's up, boss? And uh, we've got the uh, the Mind of Magnus Mind of Archives. Magnus. We're, we're uh, uh, in talks about potentially getting that going again. Yeah. Uh, Anomaly Presents uh, just dropped their their most recent episode, uh, uh, Drop Dead Gorgeous. That one's fun. Uh, West Virginia, W-E-S-T-V-I-R-G-I-N-A. Did you listen to that or are you just going with Drop Dead? I know I listened to that, but I fucking love that movie. Holy shit. I could not. Hey, guess what, Matt? Guess what, Matt? That movie came out in the uh, early 2000s or late 90s and it had Kirsten Dunst in it. And that was the time at which I had the biggest crush in the universe on Kirsten Dunst. Great. So yeah, I saw that movie. Yeah. Are we all coughs? Are we all cough, Dad? You know what the funny thing are is? We all, are we all cough? I did that podcast. I still have not seen that movie. What? Yep. Jesus, please. Okay, so you've got to borrow Meg's copy, or is it, or was it Aaron's? It copy was Aaron's or copy. Meg's? I have to buy it. You've got to borrow. <laughs> you've got to borrow borrow uh, Aaron's copy of that movie. Yeah, I have to get that from them. But I mean, it's a it's a moot point now. I did pretty well for the fact that I all I, I'd seen of that is a couple clips in the trailer. Um, yeah, coming soon. We've got Velocipaster. Uh, that'll Ooh. be out next week. That's one I keep like scrolling past on, uh, stop on Amazon prime. Oh, stop. Okay. So if I was going to go downstairs after we stop recording and watch dirty Ho or Velocipaster. Oh man. It depends hmm. how much attention. Do you have? Um, honestly, Okay, if it's a dub of Dirty Ho, I could it probably is. watch it. If it's sub- subtitles, then probably not. Yeah. So here, here, do you want something that's going to be completely ridiculous, or do you want something that's really good and really fun? It's a tough call. That's I, I think I'm just gonna have to. I'm gonna have to to to. to to call an audible on that one yeah it, 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 if you're looking for something to to postpone the inevitable jo it's probably going to be uh mm-hmm. velocipaster um okay. you need to be a little less drunk for dirty ho listen i'm gonna jerk off either way yeah i know so uh, velocipaster because yeah. it's like 85 minutes um, oh, okay i i love a, a a horror movie that's less than 90 minutes yeah i mean yeah this is it, it, it's in the realm of psycho gorman <laughs> okay you know i i watched uh the co-ed and the um the co-head the the co-ed and the co-head the, i don't want to know about no I, i've got to pull up fucking uh framed not framed um your letterboxed, letterboxed. real quick yeah um let's make it quick because i really gotta piss so it's a movie um about you're just doing this to torture me now the babysitter with uh bella Thorne. No. that's kind of fun the the co-ed and the zombie stoner never heard of it it's an asylum movie go figure yeah um it was real bad but it was a lot of fun you don't say that that was the most one of yeah. the most recent movies i watched go watch philosopher um, i think that's more your your angle right now you gotta be be a little bit more sound of mind to enjoy dirty ho not a ton uh fair enough the the, the other one that i i watched uh right before that was was ruin me well, that was a real piece of dog shit yeah. 
So Dirty Ho is great. It's um, my one and two are Dirty Ho and Crippled Avengers. I think those two are like the best Shaw movies that because it, it's a mix of of amazing fight scenes and like kind of you know it can be a little lighter and a little bit more fun. Um, sure. I dig those uh, like the precursor to the Jackie Chan's, but you can hear that all on punches and popcorn. Also uh, go watch Velocipaster. Um, that's fun too. We just did uh, magic Mike XXL. That'll be the one that's out in a couple weeks. We also did die hard with a vengeance, um, which we realized was kind of the end of the nineties and early two thousands action movies and, and kind of gave birth to the not gave birth was, but was like the last real like physical practical action movie and then it gave way to all like the cgi roland emmerich shit ah so you'll see that coming out on anomaly presents too um that's about it all right folks um so that's enough of our yakking let's rock uh check out our socials at (laughs) at treaded mad at mccanneth blue at beer review jnl at beer review journal um from all of us here at the beer review journal we want to remind you as always to stop take a deep breath count for and try everything uh yeah just try everything in general i'm not even going to go further than that just try everything yeah even if it's anal i'm an important british actor this has been a presentation of the Lunchador Podcast Network. We hope you have enjoyed. Cheerio! Butt stuff. <laughs>